Well, hello. Uh, this is Rich, and this is the Empty Nester Therapy Podcast. Merry Christmas. Not quite yet. This is Amy. It's not Christmas yet. It's going to be. We've got a few more days. Today is the 18th of December. It's Christmas week. It is Christmas week. I watched a Hallmark movie. Of course I've you never did. watched those. I've never watched them until this year, and now it's like I'm watching them all the time. They're all the same. They are. Well, they have a different plot, but they start the same and they end the same. But how they get there is different. Um, but they called it Wonder Week. Wonder Week. Wonder Week. Well, Merry Christmas, Silver Bells. Wonder Week. Silver Bells. That's like <clears throat> one of your favorite Christmas songs. It is. Because it plays repeat on yeah. the car all I'm the time all right the now. Time. It Little is Tony on Bennett. all the time. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Tony Bennett style. Well, welcome to the Emptiness for Therapy podcast. This is not therapy for anyone else. This is our therapy. And our we therapy. are... We're a little delayed in our therapy. We've been a little busy and sleepy and it's sick. It's dark out. And dark. It and gets so dark out. I think it's like we get just get sleepy and it, <coughs> it's like five o'clock, but it feels Excuse like me. it's 930. Yeah. Yeah. But we're back. And uh, what episode are we on? We are on 17. Episode 17. So... We'll do a few more until we go to season three, yep. um, but uh, it is the holiday season. Holiday so, season. So uh, yeah. So what's uh, what's going on in your world? I have uh, a fun fact. Ooh. Oh, that was an interesting button. <laughs> I don't think it was Let's a try funny, that again. Let's it's try not that a again. funny fun fact. So what do you have for us? I have a fun fact. Fun fact. There you go. Being that it is Christmas time, I did a little research on the history of Christmas trees. Okay. Now, I think most of us kind of know a little bit about the Christmas tree. Um, think of the song, O Tannenbaum. Yeah. The German song. So Christmas trees did come from the Germans. Okay. In the 16th century, oftentimes they would pile up wood in a pyramid. Okay. And and then if there wasn't a lot of wood to kind of make a tree, they would adorn it with evergreens and 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 Light sometimes candles and things like that. However, the person that was in, that was actually um, given the credit for putting candles on the tree in the first place was Martin Luther. Oh, and the story goes that he was walking home one winter's night mm -hmm. and he saw the moonlight mm -hmm. through the evergreen. Okay. Leaves. He thought it would be cool. And he wanted to reenact that for his children, so he put candles on the tree to... Kind of dangerous. Reenact the moonlight <laughs> through the trees. Anyway, but um, so Christmas trees were kind of a part of the winter solstice type mm -hmm. celebration. Sure, it was a Christian... December 21st. Well, and yes, which is coming up. Um, so, the longest night. Longest night. Um, but it was interesting because... Um, while Martin Luther and the German people, Christians, saw the Christmas tree, the Puritans didn't think that you should celebrate anything that during that time. It was considered a pagan mockery. Oh, yeah. And so... Because it wasn't about Jesus. Right. And so yeah. they just didn't want to celebrate it at all. And in fact, that in America, I have to look at this for a second, in America, then... 1659 there was actually a law in massachusetts that forbid you to observe any traditions on december 25th really and you were fined if you put up decorations 
Like we would have, we wow. would get really fine badly because we have a lot of decorations. We do decorations a lot. We do a lot of decorations. So you would actually get fined. <coughs> and so the Puritans kind of like forbid it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what interesting is, is that in 1820, the very first Christmas tree in America went up, mm-hmm. which really wasn't that long ago. When no. you think of it, it was only 200, like 200 years ago, but yeah. Um, it was in the Pennsylvania German community, okay. which makes sense because no, it was the sense. Germans, right? They brought it over. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then in in 1846, Queen Victoria put the first Christmas tree up in the castle. Okay. And all of a sudden, it was like the Victorian age, and it became fashionable uh, uh, to put up a Christmas tree and decorate it and okay. all that stuff. Sugar and, plum fairies and all the mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it wasn't until um, 1850 that Germans started immigrating more and more to the America. Right. And that was when they kind of the rules started changing because that was so much more part of the culture and it wasn't in mm. a pagan way. Right. They and, were just decorating their houses. At that and point. it was more of a Christian it was in the Martin Luther right. vein. The Lutherans. Yes. And so they and then they started importing um, ornaments. Okay. And so then they were selling them and, and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, and then, of course, electricity came along and we have lights. But the very first tree in Rockefeller, you know, the mm-hmm. big Rockefeller right. Center tree, was in 1831. Okay. And it was an unadorned just tree that construction workers put up, just like put it up for kind Randomly. of like. And it was a small little tree. And it wasn't a couple years later, they put up another one with some lights. And now it's like the largest tree right. in America. Okay. That's so it's cool. kind of interesting. It came from German. And if you look up other holidays, ornaments, wreaths, actually a lot of our Christ- Christmas traditions mm-hmm. come from Germany. Okay. Yep. Thanks, German. So Germans. there you go. Oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah. Oh, Tannenbaum. That was a great fun fact. Fun facts about little Christmas tree. Yep. That's awesome. Well, I love Christmas. I think Christmas is awesome. Yeah, it was funny. We had a holiday party. Our little home group had a holiday party last night. We hosted, and um, we're all about the same age. We're all kind of empty nesters. Empty nester-ish, yeah. And it's kind of like for some, it's the first time that they're not not maybe celebrating or hosting Christmas Christmas at their house or Mm -hmm. whatever. And so they had thought practically, oh, well, we're not hosting. Nobody's home. We're not going to put up a Christmas tree. We're not decorating. Right. And then they all agreed that that's been a horrible, <laughs> right. horrible We should have decorated. Because they're like so sad right. and like not in the spirit. And they're like, man, we're not doing that again. We're right. going to decorate. And it's kind of true, though, because when you, you kind of decorate for your kids, make it all magical. Right. Experience. And then your kids leave. Then you're like, what's the point? But then I think then you're like, but it's kind of what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And but it gets you in the mood. Totally. I think. And it's like, well, maybe I wasn't just doing it for the kids. Yeah. Maybe, you like it. maybe I did a little bit of it for myself. Sure. Because we kind of do a lot. We have trees. Uh, we have lights on the house everywhere with yeah. bows and boughs. We and have two trees. We have two trees in the house. We have lots of decor and mm-hmm. we like to decorate. <clears throat> we're festive. I'm just going to say that. We are festive. So yeah. we do a lot for Christmas and it's fun. Mm-hmm. But you kind of realize that you're maybe doing it a little bit more for yourself and not yeah. for your kiddos anymore. Well, and I think we have grandkids now. So we yeah. have Maddox. So I think at some level we want to just keep 
keep it rolling for that little guy. We want Mimi's house to be yeah, like a Mimi, little like Santa's workshop. Mimi and Pop Pop's house has to be decorated. Has to be super fun. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of funny. I think <clears throat> you kind of go through those seasons a little bit. Yeah. Well, since our last podcast, um, we celebrated our anniversary and went up to the mountains and all that. And then um, just last week, I bought Ty, our oldest, some tickets to the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. And um, drove up to. Have the, you ever been to an NHL game? Yes. What? what a couple. Oh yeah, where'd you go? Oh, um, that's right. You were like in New York. Well, we went to when we lived in Florida. I yes. went with Ray, uh, Moats, Mr. Moats, yeah, and his Ray buddy Moats. Ray Moats, and uh-huh. we went to a Lightning game. Oh, way back in the day. That was what I didn't even know about hockey. I know. I didn't know how it worked. <laughs> I sat like in the nosebleeds. <laughs> um, but we went to a hockey game. I went to a Lightning game way back. That would be yeah. like like ninety seven. So was that 96. your first like NHL game? <clears throat> and then that was the first one. And okay. then um, and then when I was back east last year. Year or the year before, I was doing a board retreat. Yeah, and I went to a Washington Capitals game. Yeah, and that was super fun. And that's I, when you I like just were a little more aware. I went by myself to <laughs> a Washington Capitals game, but um, it was fun. I had a great time, and they put on a great show. And then we went up last Thursday to the Kraken, which is a brand new NHL team. They're t- this is their third year. I was gonna say yeah, I and think uh, but year. they they do it right. I mean, it's a show. Yeah. It is. Like they, you know, it's just, they've done a really Didn't good job. Didn't you say something about like they put like uh, screens or yeah, images like they're, on the they're, ice? They're, you know how you usually have the one big boxy drop down. Yeah. In the middle. That screen. Yeah. And it's got four sides. They have two of those. Okay. And they're three sided oh. and they're shaped like a boat. Oh, interesting. Because of the cry. Oh, okay. yeah. And so, <clears throat> and like literally during the warm ups, this big Kraken tail thing comes out of the ceiling to the ice. Oh, wow. And they have the ice is, becomes a big, basically like LCD screen. Oh, wow. And they project the ocean on the ice. Wow. And they're like, release the Kraken. <laughs> and it's like, you know, into the deep and, oh, you know, wow. all this stuff that when they score goals, they play Nirvana, of okay. course. Yeah, it's from, Seattle. You know, from Seattle, yeah. the grunge era. Um, and, um, Ty and I got the tickets. We got little nicer tickets. So we sat in yeah. the Symmetra club and they had free popcorn and nuts and Fun. drinks and, um, and the seats were super cushy. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it was really great, but there's really not a bad seat in that place. Oh, okay. Yeah. It used to be the key arena. They've renovated the whole thing. Um, it was, it just was, a, oh, it was uh, super like entertaining. Two tiers or three tiers high? Um, Probably three. Oh, okay. But at the key arena, you walk up at the, at the like the second level. That's like ground floor. Yeah, the second oh, level is ground floor, and then it goes Got into it. the ground. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But um, they uh, they played the Chicago Blackhawks, and they have a rookie on there that's really good, and <clears throat> that's fun. But we had we just had a great time. I think you know um, this is a little pro tip. So if if you're a dad of an adult child, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of what I call side by side time. Mm, interesting. So whenever you get in a car, especially if you have a son, so, <clears throat> and you know, Ty wouldn't mind me sharing this, but you know, when you sit side by side, you just talk, you just talk about stuff. You just yeah. talk about, and you're not like face to face. It's not confrontational. I'm not giving advice. Yeah. Um, but you're just talking about stuff and you're just side by side. And we went to actually Pike's market and went to a little yeah. pub and we had a couple of beers and hung out and yeah. then we, you know, walked around there and popped into the you know um just all the different 
things at Pikes Market. Yeah, yeah. And then we drove over to the arena and went to a place and met a buddy of mine, Mason Rutledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Was is, that a little name drop? Yeah, little Mason Rutledge. Mason Rutledge is just a little sidetrack. He is the president of the New Canaan Society. Yeah. Which is a men's, it's, I'm going to say men's ministry, but it's more of a a men's, uh, they, it's Christian and they try to gather men around in communities and mostly executives and different people. And it's like and, an executive <clears throat> committee community for Christian men. Yeah. Yep, yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's really cool. And so we met him at a little Mexican place and hung out, walked to the rink. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, you know, uh, we just had conversations like, um, you know, I'm not your parent anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling yeah. you what to do. Uh, I'm not, yeah. uh, you know, we're friends, more friends than anything. Um, and so it's a weird changeover for sure. But right. I think, you know, with him work and family, when they come visit, mm-hmm. it's, it's visiting everybody. So what a sweet opportunity yeah. for you to just, uh, kind of peel away the two of yeah. you. And he was talking about his job and he was working for mm-hmm. enterprise and yeah. It's a leadership development program and he's passing these tests and yeah. finishing these certifications and he's get he's doing really well. He's yeah. getting some honors and some recon, you know, uh, getting yeah. recognized for his customer service. And so, you know, it's work, you know, it's retail and right. it's, it's hard. you know, he works people. He's gone from the house 12 hours a day. He says yeah. he leaves like before six and gets home a little before six. And, yeah. It's a long day. And he's in that space where he's grinding, but, yeah. um, that's I, like, that's the time in your life when you're setting the foundation of your career yep. and you're doing kind of the grunt work yep. and you don't yep. have any say in mm-hmm. your hours or anything. And nope. it's hard times, nope. but we've all been there. I mean, everybody does it, right? Everybody yeah. goes through We it. talked about, you know, Maddox is two. So like in 10 years, He'll have a potentially a position in this company, maybe that yeah. he's got weekends off and sure. he just gets home at four thirty-five. And, right, um, got to put in your dues. You got to pay your dues. But yep. I would say that as an empty nester, changing—it's like you're changing seats a little bit. You're mm-hmm. not. You're not. They're not sitting in the back in a car seat anymore. Right. You know they're. Um, they're next to you. They're running their life. Mm-hmm. They're trying to they're be driving, a, they're which dri- is different, right? I mean, before it's like yeah. they kind of moved into the car, into the passenger seat, but now they're, they're yeah. driving. So, yeah. um, but you know, you, we pray for him every day. Yeah. We, we support him. And like, even our holidays, like we've been really flexible because they're going to spend time with our daughter-in-law's family. Yeah. And so we're pushed Christmas to the New Year's weekend. Yeah, we just change. It's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter. Days are days to us. Right. It doesn't make a big difference. We don't have a lot of other people we have to coordinate with, with right. like they do. They have a lot of other parts of the family they need to I coordinate with. But it's. I, I want to go back to something you said. I think it's interesting. Um, I think for guys... It's that side to side time, mm-hmm. but I I think maybe for females it's more face to face. Yeah, coffee together. You know, it stuff. is that connecting face to face, like mm-hmm. sitting across from a table. Um, I mean, you can go shopping and you can do that stuff, but the real talk yeah. happens face to face. So I think that's interesting that mm-hmm. it's a little different for males. They right. kind of open up more when they're not face to face. Yep. Because maybe that feels confrontational. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's not meant to be. No, no, no. <clears throat> I just think it's an interesting nuance. That's all. I just realized that like when, when we're in the car and we're just talking about stuff, it's just we're more on this horizontal relationship piece. Yeah. Yeah. We're no longer in a vertical. And um, I think that, you know, as we talk about empty nesting, um, we are learning that we have to, we just have to take back seats to things. Yep. 
Um, you're not the main reason of their life anymore. Yep. And, and you don't maybe even have a lot to say. Like, no, you like don't. You have a, well, you have a lot to say. You do. But there's, I, oh, yeah, I have a lot, lot to say. There's there's not a lot of opportunity for us to speak into it anymore. Right. Before it would be like, do your homework, do this, right. do that. Now it's like, man, I think good luck. And I think there's windows. Like, I think we're in the window where we don't say anything and, and they're, they're not asking for anything. But I think eventually yeah, you the never hope know. and the prayer is, hey, dad, I need your advice. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe. I mean... I yeah. don't know if you've ever done that with your dad. Um, maybe. Maybe a couple times. Yeah. Like, how do I fix my car? <laughs> right. Things like that. Super handy. Um, yeah. But I think that, I think that is this empty nesting thing is we try to get better at it um, and try to love our kids unconditionally. I think to me, it's the unconditional yeah. love of a, of an empty nester parent. Yeah. That's just has to be on the forefront. Yeah. That there's no strings attached to this relationship. Right. We take what we can get and we yep. love it when it's present and we look forward to the next time. Yep. Um, because I, I think it's just, it's, it's actually just trying to model for them what, what they should do when their kids get older. Well, but it's kind of in a way it's parenting them where they are, mm-hmm. you know, cause where they are right now is they just need to know that no matter what happens, good or bad, we're there. There's somebody in their corner right? and they don't need us to give them direction anymore. No, mm-hmm. they just need to know we're there. Yeah. And absolutely. I think that's the, you know, we're not really parenting, but I think you always are. You just parent in a different way. And I think this season is when you're parenting, um, in a way of just encouraging. And like you said, unconditional love and acceptance, judge free zone as best as you can. Right. And just, um, say I'm I'm your cheerleader. Right. Yeah. We're in their bleachers. We're cheering them on. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. Went to the cracking game. Um, and now we're just like, you know, went, you went shopping with Tate, yeah. um, did some Christmas shopping. Um, you know, we were have party last night. We have a party Thursday night. We have um, another party. We're hosting another party. Yeah. We're hosting another party. And then even like Saturday night we have a church service. Now I work at a church, so I work Christmas. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So yeah, you do. So. Well, it's, it's just because the way Christmas falls this year, mm-hmm. it makes it feel closer because it's Christmas Eve is Sunday. So right. you're working right. for Sunday, but right. it happens to be Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like next year when Christmas Eve is not. Christmas Eve is on a Monday. Yeah. Unless a it's Tuesday. a leap year. It might be a leap year. Yeah. It might be a leap year. Um, and we're also gym owners. So we have. Oh, we did glamorous shopping. <laughs> Glamorous shopping as when, gym when you, owners. When you're gym owners, you got to figure out how to keep your, your clientele happy. Yeah. So in our gym, we have two half baths and the vanities are residential vanities that are made with regular particle board and like any, yeah, any other, you know, I'm sure when they like were new, MDF they were great. or whatever it's called. Um, but they're probably 10 years old yeah. and they get used at a commercial level, not right. a residential level with, Drippy hands with the mm-hmm. automatic towel holder and all that stuff. So there's water everywhere. And so it's, they're just tired. The, the, <laughs> the, 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 the top of the sink vanity, the cultured marble, whatever it, it is, like the, the, um, the coating is off. coating is gone. So it's like getting stained with dirt right, and right. stuff and you can't clean it. And then the ground has gotten wet. The floor has gotten wet. So the 
wood is kind of puckering and getting gross. <laughs> they're done. They're done. So we've been looking for vanities, but they're crazy expensive. They're very expensive. But we found a really good deal at Lowe's online. Right. So we drove over to Lowe's and picked a couple up and squeezed them into the car. Yeah, I think uh, so. We're gonna we're gonna do some bathroom refreshment. Yeah, we're gonna refresh the bathroom. Painting tub. and <clears throat> well, and you ask you ask um, people who go to gyms, especially CrossFit gyms. A couple of the top, the top key factors are, you know, the, the gym itself, the equipment, yeah, the coaching, and then really in the top like five is bathrooms. Because well, like, I, I've only the been to like? a couple of CrossFit gyms because I'm not like a big CrossFitter mm-hmm. by any means, and. They always kind of feel like they're like somebody's garage. Yeah, like, it's like a bathroom in a garage. It's like it's like a, <laughs> like sturdy. It's kind of kind yeah. of unorganized, but like people throw their clothes like this is my pile, you know, right. type of feeling. And um, they just kind of feel very. I feel like gritty. they feel like it's like a Chevron gas station bathroom. Yeah, and they're just kind of gritty yeah, gyms right, sometimes, right. and then the bathrooms follow suit because it's like yeah. the gym owner is also the trainer. Right. That's you know a guy and. Yeah, I was telling my friend uh, at the gym actually today because we were talking about the the bathrooms, and I said, yeah, you know, us guys go in there, we just stand there and look at one thing. Like the wall, yeah. usually. But women go in there and sit down and look at everything. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. That's true. Because <laughs> you're in there a little more time sometimes than, than some men. But I think that we'll uh, we'll do some Renovo. Reno- Renovo? It's time. It's time. They're yeah. pretty tired and, we'll and I'm excited and for it. And We're going to paint some, repaint the walls. Paint always makes a room feel fresher, cleaner. Yeah. Get some new artwork up. Yeah. And put in the new vanities and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to, it'll be, it's going to look really good. And then we have, uh, you know, Christmas Eve and then Christmas on Monday. And I think we might go skiing. We'll yeah. Depends upon the, the, the snow, snow. And, and the weather, but yeah. we'll look, we'll just watch that. I know Tate likes to do that. Yeah. Um, but then we'll, uh, celebrate Christmas and do the gifts and all the things. So I'm super excited about it. Yep. It'll be fun. Yeah. We'll we'll be doing gifts <clears throat> on the twenty on the thirtieth probably. Yeah. Our next ex- episode will be kind of be after Christmas, but and we're also going to. This is I'm surprising you right okay. now. Okay. New Year's resolutions. Oh, I'm and not very good goals at that. for 2024. So you don't have to make a resolution, but what would be some good goals? And we're going to talk about goals for 2024. Okay. In the next. In the next episode, so a little teaser. Okay. So even if you're a listener and you listen to our podcast, thank you for listening. You're, um, we're almost at two thousand listens, two thousand nice. downloads. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but think about one of the things that that I like to do is to try to pick a couple things that I'm going to try to. You're accomplish. always much better at that. You're really good at like your New Year's resolutions. You're better than anybody well, I've ever known. Well, I think uh, setting goals and trying it just helps me stay on track, but. So think about what you want to accomplish in 2024. It's going to be crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, rate us on our podcast, share it with your friends. Um, we got an exciting year next year. We're going to try to have some call-in guests um, and all that. So it's going to be great. Sounds good. Well, thanks for coming by the Empty Nester Therapy Podcast. And uh, my name's Rich. And this is Amy. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.